0: List fundraisers, I'm Don Lego, and it's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry leading fundraisers and thought leaders to help explore hot button issues and innovative ideas. So please stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. I can't wait to get going. Um, I'm very, very pleased to welcome a very special guest today. Um, when we were going back and forth to schedule this interview, I, I re- referenced um, my guest as a trailblazer. And she responded, oh, I think I like being a trailblazer." Well, a trailblazer she is. So it's super excited to dive into deep conversations with the one and only Caddy Beals from Second Chance in Mississippi. Good morning, Caddy.
1: How are you? Good morning, Dawn. I'm great, and I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for your invitation. Ah. We're so happy to have you because this
0: is um, an area that I'm not familiar with, so I'm wondering if communities and fundraisers are a little bit more familiar with, and hopefully you can enlighten, enlighten us. Um, I understand that in Mississippi, the, the state that you're from, which, have, how's the weather over there right now? Because I'm in I'm in New Jersey, and it's getting a little bit chilly this time of year. How's the weather over there?
1: Well, it's chilly. I think I left the house this morning at 65 degrees, but... Uh, I've got my sweater on. So you probably laugh about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in my puffer coats already. So um, I'm a little jealous, a little jealous, but I was very intrigued. Let, let's get right down to business if you sure. don't mind, because I was very um, intrigued and, and, and concerned to hear that is a 18% of the population in, in Mississippi is, um, are, which maybe is equivalent to about 400,000 people are not at the level of education to be able to command um a, a sustainable work workforce and that that's concerning to me because especially right now when we're recording this interview in November with there being so much giving and, and receiving and um, expectations about the holidays and the pressure and the commercialization, I would imagine that this population of so many people um needing that second chance so that they could feel productive in the communities. And that's where where second chance comes in, you know, to kind of help and preach and turn that mindset. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? But before you do, please introduce yourself and your organization. And then maybe you can go right into that question, if you don't mind.
1: Certainly, Don. Well, my name is Katty Beals. I'm the director of development for Second Chance Mississippi, and our mission is to promote and support adult education and work skills training in Mississippi. And to uh, piggyback what you were just saying, yes, unfortunately, a lot of the students that we have the honor of, of serving they're juggling, they're juggling their children, they're juggling their jobs, if they have a job, it's paying rent, uh, child care, transportation, food insecurities. Um, and our mission is to help folks get a second chance. And by um, giving a second chance or help giving the opportunity to re- receive a second chance, we're also hoping to give those families hope, dignity, uh, a way to support their children. Um, And that builds for a a stronger family, a stronger community and a stronger state.
0: Well, everybody deserves a second chance. Um, When I saw some of the numbers that you were talking about, um, I guess it didn't, the, the light bulb didn't go off for me that these are actually families with children. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we maybe take it for granted that, um, you know, five, six o'clock, whenever you eat dinner at night, that, you know, you put a meal on the table, but, um, you know, we all have our pressures, but food pressure shouldn't be one of them. And some of the things that you're describing are really hard to, you know, to swallow, to digest. Um, so how do you affect change? How, how do we stop the cycle? And, you know, tell, tell us a little bit more about how we could recover and make this, make this go away or at least reduce it.
1: Well, Dawn, that's a great question. Um, our focus is to try to move the needle a little bit. Um, there are low-income families all over the nation. And I don't have to tell you that the state of Mississippi um, has a great deal of uh, impoverished people and undereducated folks and folks that really want to get back in the workforce and back on their feet. Um, and that's where we come in. Now we don't we don't work with um, adults one-on-one. Our main focus is to support our community colleges throughout our state and other community organizations who work one-on-one um, with the adults that we serve. Um, we have, we our, we became a uh, 501c3 in September of 16. And since then, we um, adult, um, excuse me, 1,113 adults have been benefited. Uh,
0: 1,113 adults since 2000. Wow, that's there. very impressive. Fantastic.
1: It, we're very just, proud of that. Just wanted to
0: underscore that.
1: <laughs> right, right. And out of that, 347 have received their high school equivalency. Three hundred and four have earned an employable work skill. For instance, welding, certified nursing assistant, industrial maintenance, um, HVAC repair, and then two hundred and eighty-seven have received their Smart Start credential. Um, What's that? What's that, Katie? Smart Start credential. That is a great question. Um, A Smart Start credential prepares students um, to learn and work um, in a. Other words, they uh, have the opportunity to learn about uh, business expectations, what their expectations are when they uh, when they are hired, being at work on time, uh, communications, problem solving, um, teamwork, job skill strategies, and from there, um, that that's a like of a mentor uh, program that really helps folks get ready to enter in the workforce. Um, We're very proud of our stats and our results, and that is because of the hardworking, amazing folks at the community colleges. They are heroes, their students are heroes, and we are inspired by them every single day.
0: Wow. It really, it's a process in play that's working. So, so when you're, when you have these, what was it? 1,113 lives. Okay. So is it sustainable? Are they able to sustain and, and grow in the workplace as well? And, and but cuz we all we all enter right. as you know entry level someplace right. i did so right. many moons ago that i won't mention how many years <laughs> right and we all aspire to grow and and build and is 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 that what happens here is it that you know,
1: remarkable that, that that's a great question those are the adults in mississippi who have benefited that does not necessarily mean that they were able to sustain um, That doesn't mean we have 1,113 folks in Mississippi who are uh, in the workforce and doing their thing to take care of themselves and their children. That's who we have helped. Um, We're really excited about our employable workforce skills numbers, our high school equivalency numbers. Like I was talking about the smart start credential numbers. Um, There are those folks that, for whatever reason, haven't been able to move forward. But our goal is to continue to support, help those families uh, find uh, family sustaining wage jobs and be able to take care of their children take care of themselves, as I was saying early, earlier, the dignity and the hope um, that these families can can feel once they do that um, is wonderful. I'd like to add to Dawn is that one focus we have is what we call wraparound support. Most of the students that we support, we say, are, are literally one flat tire from dropping out again. There are so many barriers for the adults we serve that mm-hmm. keep them from going to class. Childcare, we're a rural state, so transportation is an issue. Car repair, school supplies. Um, while uh, uh, preparing and 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 earning your high school equivalency does not cost a student a dime. Um, tuition for work skill certifications do. So that's where we come in as well. We also um, offer gas vouchers, weekly um, gas cards for those folks uh, just to get to and from school. And um, we've even been able a couple of times to relieve a few students of past uh, student loan debt Maybe they went to a community college, got a student loan, um, and that are unable to join in another program because of that debt. So we've been able to relieve some of those debts. Um, We have incredible partnerships um, throughout our state. The Women's Foundation of Mississippi is a rock star in our state and how they support women so we uh sarah rose lomenick who is our director of programs she works closely with various um, uh community colleges in our state to make sure that children in uh, our pre-k collaborative pre-k programs um who are part of who are in a low income family, um, we help those caregivers of those children go back to school and get a certification so that they can be well on their way of getting a good family sustaining wage job. Um, I think I went around the block there for you, but um, that has been... Go ahead, excuse me. No,
0: no, it's interesting to hear because as you're talking, I'm thinking about you know, just everything in, in life, it's, it, it either requires, you know, time or, or money. And, um, you have a population of people there in Mississippi who have the desire and the will. Um, but with so many barriers of time Mm -hmm. and so many barriers of finances, it, it just, it makes it one big barrier. And that, that, that's sad when you have somebody that really wants to, you know, we, we all want generation, uh, generationally to let the next generation have a little bit better life than, than we've had, or at least right. most of the people that I talk to. So, um, I I I I love the dignity part because when you can feel proud and and meet and have meaning and purpose in your life, then that next generation is feeling that, so that they could maybe go on and and do a little bit better, and and we could end some of this um, vicious cycle. Um, well, but-
1: Dawn, if you oh, excuse me, if you if one thing I love to think about. Um, with our the programs that we support is the ripple effect. Yeah. The ripple effect of these children um, seeing how hard their parents are working um, to go back to school, get what they need to make a better life for them as a family. One of um, our executive director, Zach Scruggs, um, speaks at many um Uh, high school equivalency graduations throughout the state. And I will never forget one particular graduation. Uh, There was a mom. She may have been in her mid 40s, but she was getting her high school equivalency. She was getting her diploma, and at the end of the night, it's so much fun. They're taking pictures and so proud. And there were two teenage girls. They were uh, with their. You're gonna mother. make me cry. You're gonna make it. me cry. Yeah, it's great. They were with their mother either Uh, side of them and they both had on t-shirts that said proud daughter of a high school graduate oh oh oh, i love this i know and that what that wonderful woman did was show her daughters that they can do anything. They can do anything. And um, I I love thinking about the ripple effect of of not just a great job, not just the dignity that comes with a great job, but the pride, the ripple effect of how that will hopefully continue for generations to
0: come. Exactly. You just said it more eloquently than I did, but I do, I do love, I, I do love that. Um, and just that change, you know, in mindset and that determination and can do spirit that you're affecting there in Mississippi, it's, it's wonderful, but there's still ways to go, right? Oh, I mean, when I see the numbers and, you know, over 400,000 population that right. need help, how are we going to get there, Caddy? How are we going to get from one thousand one hundred thirteen to four hundred thousand? What? What? How are we going to fix well, all that?
1: That's a great. Uh, that's a great question, and I think the only way I can answer that is with an analogy. I'm sure we've all heard. How do you eat? An elephant, you know, one bite at a time. So so we, um, we just are plugging away. Uh, Zach, uh, our executive director is um, just on a mission. His vision is amazing. And he is all over the state talking to various civic organizations. Um, And we are just continuing to spread the word. Um, And we're very grateful and truly overwhelmed by the support that we've received from our donors, individual and our donors, corporate and business donors. They have been uh, instrumental in um, in our progress and we are very grateful to them. But you're right, we have a lot more work to go and we are, uh, every morning we get to work and we uh, pull up our sleeves and see what else we can do to help folks in our state. Any corporate sponsors that you want to give a big shout out to? Oh, sure. Um, Milwaukee tool. They've got a wonderful, uh, they, they do, they have a great manufacturing, uh, plant here in Mississippi in the Mississippi Delta. They have been a sponsor for us. Um, various banks, financial firms, law firms. Um, C Spire. I'm not sure in New Jersey if y'all heard of C Spire, but C Spire is a a, a telecommunications, like um, a smaller version of Verizon um, here in the South. Um, just various uh, great corporate sponsors. I'm sure I'm leaving many out that I'm embarrassed to say. But also various foundations in our state, like I told you, the Women's Foundation of Mississippi. Also, there's a wonderful uh, foundation that we work closely with at the Mississippi in the Mississippi Gulf Coast called the Banco McCarty Foundation. They have been tremendous supporters of us. I but love the all, community. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Sounds like it's it's years working together, corporation,
0: second chance, Mississippi, the community college level, Mm -hmm. we have other foundations. It's, it's just, it's, it's a need to have people that want to better themselves for themselves, for their family, for future generations to come. It's let's, it's, it's, Nine o'clock on on a (laughs) weekday morning, or maybe it's any day or time of of the week or day, and we're going to roll up our sleeves uh, and do this. So, why don't we talk about some fundraising success? Because it takes, it takes. It's going to it takes a village, which we've already identified. You have your village, but it also takes a lot of money, I'm sure, to keep Second Chance Mississippi going. So what are you doing? I mean, this is the giving season. We're recording this in in November. This is the the giving season has started. Right. So absolutely. um, What are you doing? How how are you getting
1: there? Well, great question. Um, I'd like to uh, start off by answering your question this way. We are incredibly fortunate that hundred percent of our donations go directly to the uh, programs and students we wow. support. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We, um, um, our generous founder, uh, Dickie Scruggs and his wife, Diane, um, take There's care. There's a YouTube of on video with them.
0: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but isn't there a great yes. oh, YouTube definitely. video with them?
1: No. Definitely. And, um, they, I would love to share that with you. Um, but that link, um, but there is a great video and they have an amazing vision for our state. They love our state and this, we, we are very fortunate that we, um, are able to say that, um, But even still, we need money uh, to support. We need money. And um, like any other organization, we seek out grants and different community uh, foundation uh, uh, partners. But we also have a wonderful fundraiser every year. And uh, for the last three years, um, One Calls has uh, been... A true, true hand-in-hand partner for us. I always like uh, to tell folks they are our safety net and they make us look good. So <laughs> thank you to one Calls. Um, but we were unable because of COVID, we were unable to have our fundraiser last year. Um, about a month ago, we had our uh, 2021 fundraiser and Dawn, we were blown away. We no, tell me could, about that we I'm so happy to hear that oh way uh we set a fun um well we have four different um, uh, fundraising uh, avenues when we have our fundraiser ticket okay. sales ticket sales, sponsorships. Uh, we have a solid auction and we also have a raffle. This year it was a $10,000 cash raffle. Um, oh, was, I didn't know about I know I, that. Oh, I should have sold it. Uh, it was ta- great. It was yeah. great. It was okay. so much fun. And we, um, one of our partners and supporters, um, Origin Bank here in Mississippi and Louisiana, uh, they were, our presenting sponsor for uh, that raffle, and on a side note, Morgan Freeman drew the winner, so that was a lot of fun to have. Academy, so much fun, Morgan. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was so it was so great. But we exceeded our expectations, oh, our yay. goals, and when I say exceeded, I'm not just talking about by a little bit. Um, we almost doubled our sponsorship goal. We That was incredible. We were so excited about that. We were selling tickets right and left. I think uh, we had it outside this year because of COVID, and we wanted to make sure that our guests were safe, um, but... Early October in Mississippi is gorgeous. The weather, I'm is sure. Perfect. Oh, I have to it visit sometime. Yeah. You've got to come. You've got a place to stay. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, anytime. So, but we were able to host a fabulous event uh, music, um, great food. The, uh, the uh, open bar was busy, and folks were. Um, bidding on our silent auction and we are very proud of the uh, different offerings of our silent auction where we are housed, where our office is, is in Oxford, Mississippi, and uh, this is where Ole Miss is. What part of the state is that? I'm not
0: too familiar. Uh, uh,
1: Oxford, Mississippi, is in the northern central part of the state. We're just okay. south of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So Better. we, so it. we have, um, we had a lot of sportsmen memorabilia to sell, some very fine wines, art, trips. Um, so we're able to offer uh some great things for our guest. Um it was so much fun. It was a breath of fresh air especially because we had we it had been two years since we had seen our supporters and our guests and it was a lovely evening. It was a lovely evening. So well, you're back. Even though it was you're lunch, back in person.
0: Back. Yeah, you're we
1: back. We are back. We are back in full force. So um but anyway again one Cause has been an That's instrumental so nice supporter. Say. No, it's the truth. And we appreciate everything you guys do.
0: So what does it look like moving forward? Are you going to continue to do some things virtual? And it sounds like you're super excited to be back in person. Oh, definitely. Congratulations definitely. to be that you're so successful. Um, but a lot has happened with, with the whole pandemic, right? It, 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 mm-hmm. it paralyzed us for a little bit, and then we recognized, well, okay, that that's not going to work, right? We have to keep moving forward. We all did the virtual, and now- its fundraising optionality, I guess, would be a good term for it. There's, there's virtual, there's live stream, there's hybrid, there's in person, and there's different <laughs> definitions of all of those things. Everybody thinks of those different terms as something different. What does it look like for you moving forward? Because I think a lot of positive has come out of the pandemic, too. You have to look at the glass half full. You can't, you can't Absolutely. just say. Oh. Um, so what is it? What is it going to look like for you moving forward? A little. How are you changing your fundraising, your three hundred and sixty-five fundraising approach?
1: Oh, that's a, that's another great question. We have not done a virtual fundraiser. We we have discussed it, and we look forward to diving into that discussion a little deeper. Um, we right now we have our one big fundraiser. In the fall, we have also talked about doing something on a smaller scale in the spring. Um, that I hope that we can do. We're in the process of having those conversations, um, but we're going to continue um, knocking on doors, asking for help especially in the communities uh, that um, are tightly knit with their local community college. Um, but again, that's, that's pretty much where we're going at this point. And we're always um searching for other avenues of fundraising and I especially love to think out of the box so since we've uh, just ha- finished that's why um, we called you a trailblazer caddy <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I always like to think of innovative ways and, and creative ways to keep people excited, keep people um, uh, educated about what we do and what well, we need. Well, let's hear one of your tips. Help. Let's
0: hear one of the Caddy Trailblazer tips.
1: Oh my goodness! You You're I know spot.
0: I'm putting you on the spot. I'm so sorry, but what does out of no, no, the box no, no. thinking look like for you?
1: That is an excellent excellent question. And I think the best way to answer that is for me as a fundraiser, I know we all thank um, our incredible donors. We you know we write the thank you notes and and uh, when we see them on the streets, we tell them again how grateful we are um, I think it is, for me, when when we write a thank you note, I like to specifically tell the donor what their donation will do. If they give us a hundred dollars donation, I like to say your gift is giving gas money for a month for one of our students. Um, I like to specifically tell our um, our folks what exactly their donation is. Um, is going to do for us now with regard to thinking out of the box with fundraisers. We've all been to uh, the the various fundraisers where there's food and music, and that's fun and that's great, and I, I love doing those. But I also love them the simplest, minute detail of fundraisers. I get a little OCD about those. (laughs) It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's fun to name, have a uh, specialty drinks like, the high school equivalency or the workforce certification, which may be a margarita. You know, it's fun to have uh, specific details in your in your um, events. I don't know specifically if that answered your question, because it does. all of a sudden I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank as far as thinking out of the box. But um, anyway,
0: uh, but I love that. I think what you're saying is that. Don't take a cook so much of a cookie cutter approach, right? Let's let's, let's take let's take a breath, take a step back, and let that donor know what their impact was specifically, not just the generic thank right. you letter that you just right. you know mail merge and you know right. push out of Word and into the printer. <laughs> Go that extra mile and right. make sure that your communication is a little bit customized. Because when you said that, well, a hundred dollars provides, you know, gas money for a month. What, well, you know what? Let me do 2 months, right? Let's get exactly. that. Exactly. Right? So, I love that. What I also am hearing is that every little detail is an opportunity to demonstrate the impact of second chance Mississippi down to the cocktails that you're serving, right? Every, don't overlook a detail. Don't just have an open bar. Let's have a specialty drink with
1: exactly. a
0: reminder. So every little detail is is uh, bringing the mission to life. And- You're right. Sometimes we do the checkbox. Okay. Entertainment, food, boop, 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 boop. we got our silent. But you know what? Take it down another level. Let's get granular to those little details and put the mission in wherever you can. Um, It's a soft touch, but a a very, very, very... Uh, a a great reminder I'm drinking my drink every time I go to sip a a sip on it I'm thinking about you know high school equivalency (laughs) so that's awesome I love that creativity Caddy.
1: you you said it uh so much more eloquently than I did so thank you for uh helping me with that but that's exactly that's exactly right
0: I love that. So we don't, I can't believe 30 minutes always goes by so, so, so fast. Um, we only have a couple more minutes here, but could we, could we hear one success story? Do you have oh. um, just one particular, I mean, you told us the one about the mom with the, you know, the two teenagers on either side that actually, you know, gave me a little, having teenagers myself that gave me a little bit of a chill. But do you have one other success story that you'd like to share um, with our listeners?
1: Certainly, I do. I wish we had more time. And I was hoping you would ask me that. This morning, I was trying to figure out who uh, we would talk about. Um, there was a student uh, that we received a call from because his car broke down. And the uh, his uh, instructor, they needed about seven hundred dollars uh, to fix his car. And we were happy to make that happen. We learned more about his story. Um, he was raised by his grandmother. And when he did a parent, when she went to a parent teacher conference, the teacher told her that it was going to be difficult for him to learn because he had learning disabilities. Oh, so we never went back to school second oh, grade. but everybody deserves to reach he, their potential he, I, exactly you know she I don't think she was doing something she just was doing all she knew so sure the second grade he never went back to school oh ever so he slipped through the cracks Long story short, he came to a, uh, one of our community college partners. He is great with his hands. So they put him in the welding uh, class while at the same time helping him get his high school equivalency. I want you to know he got both. He is doing well. And oh. uh, he is an Extreme um, story, but we have had more fun bragging on him. We uh, have met him a couple of times and are blown. We are blown away by his attitude, his eagerness to uh, continue working in uh, welding and his education. So That is one of our greatest success stories. Everyone
0: deserves to reach their potential. I happen to have a son with special needs. And um, yeah, I I mean, just this weekend, my son was reading on a whole new level and it was such a sense of pride for me. um, Right. Because he deserves to reach his potential. Everyone does. So the fact that you're out there advocating and providing the education that there is another way. You don't have to stop at second grade. Right. You have to keep going and look at the success that you've achieved. That is right. remarkable. Congratulations to you, thank to you him, job. to that family. That 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 is beautiful. Well, Fearless Fundraisers, that is about all we have time for today. I am so sad that the time went by so quick, but thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's raise nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration please tune in for a new episode release every thursday at 12:30 p.m eastern standard time but in the meantime be sure to listen to all the episodes on raise nation radio and follow the channel whichever channel you choose to listen in um, about all our new guests fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities their stories are on Spying, as you just heard. You won't wanna miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsor One Cause for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy to use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Be sure to check them out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on their homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks that you'll find very helpful. A huge shout out and thanks to my guest, Caddy Beals for sharing. Katty, you, you're, you're very, very expert, creative, and authentic voice. Um, It was so much fun having you with us today. I truly enjoyed our conversation.
1: Any last words of inspiration? I would say keep plugging. Keep plugging. Don't be afraid to be a voice for your calls, because sometimes that's the only voice for folks in need.
0: Ah. The only voice for folks in need. Well, what a beautiful ending to um, a great interview. But I do have one last thing for you, Caddy. Um, how do we connect with Second Chance Mississippi? How do we find you? How do we find the organization? Um, any shout-outs there to be able Certainly. to connect for those who are in need?
1: Certainly. Our website is secondchancemississippi.org. That's the number two N D chance ms.org. We're also on Facebook. um, And we have uh, several videos on YouTube. uh, But you can find links to those on our website and on Facebook.
0: Fantastic. I did start re, um, watching that first interview with, with your founder. I didn't get to go all the way through it, but I'm going to definitely do that um, uh, after after this, after we get off today. So it was such a pleasure having you, Fearless Fundraisers. That is a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego, and this is Raise Nation Radio. Stay fearless out there. One Cause is the proud sponsor of Raise Nation Radio and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Day in and day out, One Cause puts your cause at the center of everything they do. Let One Cause power your fundraising.